Hey, over to a brand new episode of Rushdown Radio. I'm Michael. And I'm Anthony. And we've been gone for a minute. Um, it would seem. Um, about a few weeks now. Uh, we haven't really did too much as far as adding, you know, like, new stories to the website and haven't uploaded any podcasts in a while. And we just took a break. Yeah. Kind of like a winter break. We used to do it like every year anyway. Yeah, life kind of. It, it needed it. Yeah, but we we're back on did. track. We're back on track. We're going to give you guys, like, a lot of podcasts to end the year off. So. Don't worry. We've, we've been keeping up with the video game industry at large and so on. Oh, yeah. We got tons and tons of things to talk about. So this podcast will be talking about the best of 2018. You know, the good stuff, the happy things. Yeah. You know, the fun stuff. So Ooh, Michael's gonna... favorite part. <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite part. I enjoy talking about good things. Um, Anthony is more so on the other end of the spectrum, and we will talk about all those things in the next podcast. Well, I mean, on my Twitter, which I hope you all are following, I am called the negative half. You really are. Like, you are the, like, the dark to my light. So we balance each other out pretty well. Oh, yeah, that was sentimental. I know. Ugh. <laughs> Anywho, so let's get started with this episode. So what we're talking about first, it would be the people we thought won this year. They were just like completely like doing really good all year round, pretty much. Maybe some minor hiccups, but overall, like they did pretty exceptional this year. Do, 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 do. So who's first on our list of the winners of 2018? Man, Nintendo. <sighs> they won so much this year like they've just kept giving out like a really good games they actually fixed games people actually wanted to be fixed from like previous generations man look the, the switch put out games they, they put out like a, a fucking swamp yeah, of games it was so many games like and you know what yeah there were some bad ones but there were so many good ones yeah it was quite a bit of great content coming from nintendo overall this whole year I think once they, like, announced Smash Ultimate, that's when, like, they completely just, that was it. Which is another good game. Yeah, really good game. They just So good. Because I remember, like, playing Smash 4, and, like, I don't remember playing the single-player content at all. Like, I don't remember what it had. I think it had, like, the uh, Smash Tour? Yeah, I think that was the mode, to get the um extra stuff and the custom moves that nobody ever used. Yeah, but the single-player on the 3DS one was better. Way like, better. Way better. I think what hurt that game the most is probably trying to split content between the two different versions. Which was dumb. Yeah, it was. I really... I, were they even released at the same time? Yeah. Okay, really. they were. They were. Yeah. I think it's... I, I don't know why I thought it was split differently, but still, that was stupid. That was. They were trying to satisfy two... They were trying to satisfy two markets, and they they need to just stick to their strengths, which is handhelds have always been their strength, and I feel like the Switch was able to like satisfy both. Really well, which is why it's doing so good. Yeah, I promised that people would have loved Smash Run more than Smash Tour. I never even had the chance to even play Smash um, Run. Smash I mean, Run was pretty cool. I heard it was good. I liked it. Everyone I knew that had the 3DS version. So but forget really, that World of Light, though. World of Light's really good. Really, really good. It's it's and it's got so much content. Like it's you can play a game for like hours on end. It has its own Street Fighter arcade mode. Yeah, where you fly across the countries. <laughs> That was amazing. Yeah. I appreciate the amount of detail it went into that game. Because I feel like they really put a lot of love into it. Yeah, oh my god. That game is so good. I love that game. I feel like they just like... I feel like Smash 4 was pretty much a beta test for this. In every way possible. Like and, the, were- and of course, you got some other good games. You know? People really like... Uh, what was that? 
Mario Tennis Aces. Oh yeah, that had a whole Super Mario Party. Oh god, Mario Tennis Aces. I, mean, I remember they had that um article came out about um Luigi's dick. <laughs> Talk about it's only three Yikes. inches. It's only three inches fla- um, flaccid. I'm like, y'all really was out there measuring. I mean, they put it out there. <laughs> they really did. Oh god. What else? And of course they they had the Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Oh yeah. And that Pikachu. was you. That was like printing money for people like me, the casuals who ain't good at the uh, competitive thing. We just wanted like get cute pokemon stuff of course my games of the year for the switch were dead cells and hollow knight ah yes i know hollow knight was released on pc but my god playing on the switch was amazing (laughs) i love that game anybody who knows me knows i love that game i've preached it gospel i got like 80 hours in that game right now wow yes wow love it how do you find time to breathe if you're doing that game for 80 hours you don't Breathing is for people who don't want to live in hollow nest. Wow. I think overall, Nintendo just really just focused in on like their core market as far as like, okay, what are we good at? And they actually, and they have, what do we, what do people want to play on the Switch too? Which is really good. I think they took a lot of like feedback from people, which is always good. And while not every game was perfect, there were some iffy ports. There were some iffy ports. I think a lot of it is because they just don't understand how to like port games yet. Yet. I think it's, I think it's going to take some time from like, Right when I measure, like iron out the kinks of that. Switch is still young. It's still young. It's like, it's like two years now. Yep. Yeah, it's still in its infant stage, so they have a lot of kinks to work out. I think it's more so like they have to talk with developers a lot more about what the Switch can do, or what it can do, because I think that would help streamline them a but lot better. Man, what a start! Yeah, very good start. Um, yeah, this has been a really good year for Nintendo. Like they've just been hanging out the park all year. So mm-hmm. definitely one of the winners of 2018 will go oh, to Nintendo. Yeah. So let's switch gears into the other um, Japanese company known as Sony. Sony, yeah, Sony. I think this year is probably one of their best years as far as like just bringing out incredible content. God of War and Spider Man. Yeah, those are like the two major ones. Like those were just like behemoths. Like not only just sales, but just like overall like notoriety too. Like it was a unanimous like these are incredible games. I don't, I, think I don't think I've seen any bad reviews for either game. Uh, well, there have been a few of Spider-Man, but I, I don't even want to say bad. They were just like, it's okay. Yeah, it just wasn't like, it wasn't like anyone say this game is garbage. Like, that's, that's kind of oh, hard. Oh, no, 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 that's no. That's kind of no. hard. That's a hard sell. But God of War. Yeah, that game just looks, I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I will get to it one day. <laughs> it's beautiful. I saw, like, I love, and then the video game awards is pretty much like, was, Nothing but Sony, pretty much. Like, they just had a lot to offer this year. They were doing so good. They didn't really do much for E3, and they still put out some pretty good stuff. Oh, God, E3 this year. It's from the stuff they did show, like that um, Ghost of Tsushima, or Tsushima. I've got, I think I said the game wrong. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Oh, I got one. I play that, too. I got to play that. I have Oof. to play that. Must play that. Fuego. Um, yeah, they just had a lot of great games. Like, they're showing that Sony has probably one of the best libraries of games for like every type of gamer they're also showing that single player isn't dead right and they're showing also that you don't need dlc for everything yeah i mean spider-man has some but god of war though but spider-man's dlc was like you could get it but you really don't need it no it was a pretty complete game without it it's like fan servicey stuff it's like okay if you're a black cat fan you definitely want this black cat dlc and I don't think anyone's a fan of that um, Silver Sable. Honestly, she looks terrible. Like that was the only really flaw in that game. 
just looks god awful. It's like a soccer mom trying to be an assassin. I'm not here for it. Sorry, a little tangent. I'm a big uh, Silver Sable fan, so seeing her made me upset. So yeah, there's that. There's that's that on that. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just overall, like Sony just had like they had they kept bringing it. And they bring in more next year too, so I'm excited about next year for Sony. They've been bringing it, man. Yeah, like they just have so many games. Like, uh, they're just doing really. Well. I think they're doing what Nintendo's doing is pretty much listening to people. And while they're not as prolific, what they do put out is pretty solid quality. Yeah. As long as you look away from uh, Detroit, become human. Ew, David Cage. <laughs> yeah, we we gotta look away from David Cage. <laughs> I think the game would do better if Ellen Page was in it. I think so as well. That's probably why he did not work with Ellen Page in that. <laughs> that's probably why it. And it was so well. worse for it. That's probably why. I think that's the main reason why the yeah, game man. didn't do well as it should have. He I wasn't mean, inspired. Yeah, and he needed Ellen Page. Yeah, he needed her. She probably would have told him that washing dishes is not gameplay. <laughs> but before I talk about David Cage mm-hmm. in a place. Where we're supposed to be positive. Mm-hmm. Let's continue this positivity train and talk about Epic Games. Okay, this is slightly hard because Epic was kind of slimy this year, but oh, they was they were dirty. They were doing some dirty underhanded stuff, but they got it done. You know how like uh, they had PUBG using the uh, the Unreal Engine, yeah, and then made a game <laughs> to compete with them. Oh, they was in the, Why they use their engine? They had to pay them to compete with them. Like, how do you do some scummery like that? The oofs there. Oh, God. Not to mention all the, like, litigation going on with the uh, emotes I, I mean, and stuff. yeah, they've been stealing some dances. Still some dances? <laughs> just a few? I mean, just a couple. I mean, what's the shoot? That's the Fortnite dance. Wow. The really? floss? That's the Fortnite dance. <sighs> You ain't gonna do this the whole episode. No, no, no. That's that. That's all I got. We already had a whole Fortnite episode. We really did. So we're not gonna we're not gonna hammer on that. But first of all, Fortnite was such a phenomenon. They made Sony cave on crossplay. Yeah, that was a big deal. Like that was huge. And now they are competing directly with Steam, which before oh, we had no that. competition. We need to talk about that. Like that, we need to dive into that a little bit deeper. Because I was watching the Video Game Awards, and they were definitely making that to be the place to like advertise this um, Epic Game Store. Every time you heard about a game, they said Epic Steam, the Epic Store, and Steam. Yep, Epic Store and Steam, or Epic Store, and that's it. Yeah, they got some exclusives. Yeah, so which you know, PC gamers may not be uh, the greatest. They, they may not feel the best about because you know they hate exclusives because it's anti-consumer, despite the fact that it has the most exclusive. But we won't talk about that. No, we're not gonna talk about that. That's no, that's not. I'm not talking about that. Um, so for people who aren't privy to Epic Store, Epic Store is pretty much the same thing as the Steam Store. It's just a it's a storefront to sell PC games. The incentive is pretty much for the developers and publishers because they take a bigger chunk of the profits than if you put your stuff on Steam. So that's actually why a lot of developers are jumping to Steam, I mean, jumping to Epic Game Store. Especially indie developers because it's worth it more for them. Yeah, that's more of an incentive for them to use it. The cut in Steam right now is 70-30 until you make, uh, I believe, $10 million in sales. That's a lot. Like, in which case, the split becomes 75-35. That's 75-25. That ain't even that much of a difference. <laughs> so for indie developers, that's really unreasonable. Very so of course epic comes out they say check this out 
what is it, eighty eight twelve? Yep. And if you use the Unreal Engine to make your game, they waive that fee. Yep. So. Oh, that's so good. Because now, like, they actually have a competition for Steam. Because Steam went unchallenged for, like, eons. Which means now they have to try customer service. Yeah, because before, I mean, there's other, like, storefronts for PC gaming. There's, like, Green Man Gaming and a couple other places, like Humble Bundle and stuff. GOG. Yeah, but they're not competing with Steam. Nah, Steam is it. Steam is the definitive storefront for PC gaming. And now they have, like, an actual, like, competitor is huge the unfortunate part is this epic doing it though but i guess epic's trying to like do some damage control with the whole like Fortnite thing by circumventing that by saying hey we're helping any developers by giving them more money when they put games on our store hey so, so that's just good pr too which is you know we had a severe lacking of this year oh god we're gonna get into that much later jesus <laughs> all right so who's next on our um, winners list we have Namco Bandai. Oh man, the anime publisher? <laughs> yes. The anime folks. Man. That made the biggest anime game this year. Yeah, Dragon Ball Fighters is like the definitive anime fighting game of this year. Like it 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 sold a lot. Uh it got great reviews. Um it had really good tournament like like showing showings and stuff and, and streaming and all that. Well, I don't know about the streaming part. They're not really streaming that game that much. I mean now. Not now. But overall, like that's just like a huge title for him. And not to mention like all the other games that like Nanko came out with this year too. Yeah. I mean Tekken Seven still going yes. strong. Soul, Soul Caliber Six. six. Ugh. Featuring two B. My heart Ugh. was not suspecting that. That was a really good call having two B in there. I mean, they got some games coming up, like you know that Tales of Vesperia game. Yeah, that's gonna be huge because like that game was on the Xbox 360, and yeah, that's like a long time ago. So now people can play it on just about every console that's out now. That's that's great. I mean, I, I think my hero was a hiccup on their part. Yikes! <laughs> it's cool if you like it, but I thought it was garbage. Yikes! <laughs> um, but yeah, I think overall Nico did really well this year. Just, yeah. Like they had some small hiccups, like what you just said with um, Ryan Hill Academia. And I think some things with DLC that weren't too great. Yeah, but that, that Tira thing. Yeah, Tira thing was kind of like, eh, why are you guys doing this? Yeah, people were not happy with that. But hey, it's but, okay. I think they just, they just did what they needed to do. They know their market is anime games. They just come up with great anime games. And they did that all year long, pretty much. Are they still doing stuff for Xenoverse? Yeah. <laughs> they actually just released uh, a trailer for Super Saiyan Blue um, Gogeta and, of course, Movie Broly. Ah, okay. So that game is still being supported. Really? Yes. Huh. I think they got a new stage, too. Huh. should look at that. Look at them supporting that game after how many years the game been out? Well, you know, it's supposed to be that fighting MMO. Oh, fighting MMO. Yuck. Like the way that even sounds, or even uh, anyway. On a brighter note, our last winner of 2018 would go to <laughs> Dio Kojima. So we gotta talk about this for like, a little. So we gotta park the car on this one because it's how is a person who doesn't even have a game out winning still in 2018? Right, he has his own company, but every time you hear him in the news, it's like. Hey, Death Stranding. 
you still don't know what it's about, but you always waiting for a trailer. Man, like everybody's on bated breath to know what this game's about, and we still don't know what it is. There is a YouTube channel that I have referenced many times, Yong Yeah. Mm-hmm. This man, every time Kojima breathes, <laughs> he puts out a video about it. And I'm not gonna lie, every time I see it, I've I click. I don't even think twice, I don't scroll, I click it and I watch and I'm like, man. All Kojima has to say that it's still in development. I'm like, all right, man, you got you, you got this, Kojima. He said if he breathes, he makes the video for it. They done made it's it's like nonsensical things. Like, all right, we got man with the golden gun. Cool. We got uh more screenshots. Cool. I don't care. I'm waiting for it and I'm ready for it. I want it. I have no idea what that game is. I don't think anybody knows what that game is. Does Hayao Kojima know what that game is? No. <laughs> he just makes it as he goes along. <laughs> exactly. He is following the instructions of future Kojima right now. He's like, I'm going to make this game. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm going to just make it because it sounds good. Exactly. He is throwing darts at the wall, and it is coming up to be the weirdest game. It and is. I am, I am so ready for it. And then, like, a lot of the other stuff, he's so, he just does random things on Twitter, and it's because, like, these big news stories. Like... His likes, like Kojima tweeted today. That's Pretty a much, story. It's a, it's a, it's a top news. I forget what he did. He did something recently that was just like, okay, Kojima, what, what are you doing? Kojima does the most mundane things, and he somehow makes it exciting. He does. Let me see. Was it something he did recently? What's it pertaining to? Let me see. Top news. Death Stranding release. Of course, it's coming out next year. Why wouldn't it come out next year? Duh. Whatever data does come out, it's probably got some obscure meaning. Oh, Kojima. remember when um, Kanye was looking for uh, Kojima? Yes. <laughs> that was so stupid. Why was Kanye looking for Kojima? <laughs> I don't know. Probably to make that game we kept hearing about. I don't want him to find him. I don't either, because he's probably going to try and put him on an album or something. Yeah, that's going to be weird. Ask him for some album art. I wouldn't be mad at album art from Kojima for Kanye. That but would then be... you'd have to hear the album, probably. I mean, I could just like it, the art. I mean, he might put that bear in a mech or something. <laughs> Does that bear still exist? Man, that is old. Nope, nope. We are not <laughs> talking about Kanye in a positive cop podcast. You're not doing it. Good vibes only this podcast. <laughs> good vibes only? Yes. This is the good vibes podcast. Okay. Um. So, yeah, Kojima's winning just by living. <laughs> He won so much, we made a slot just for him. Yeah, I think he deserved it. Cause like, I, I don't disagree. I just, now that we've done it, why did we talk about Kojima? It wasn't he much to talk about. Anything. But he's still living. You're right. Him living and breathing is a win. <laughs> You're right. He's still alive. We can still play Metal Gear Solid at any time. I mean, what's to lose? Not much. All right, so let's shift gears to our favorite things. Of 2018. I'm I'm just gonna open it with G happening in Street Fighter Five. So everybody was like, "Who's this G? Who's this guy with the? T- why, why is Abraham Lincoln in Street Fighter?" I'm not gonna lie. When they first saw when they first showed him off in that trailer, who's this? What is he? What what is this? I was like confused, but then I'm like, okay, why is he look dirty? Like why is his name just a letter, which led everyone to start speculating that, that was Q or has like like connection to Q. And of course, me being who I am, I'm like, how is he? How is he cute when his name is G? That's stupid. (laughs) 
And what we got was probably one of the most fun characters that ever been created by Capcom. Like, they they really had fun with him, and it really showed me that that game still is you know they still have creative ideas for that game. They had the voice actor dressed up as G yeah, introduce the trailer. That was pretty godlike. That was amazing. That was and, some good PR in that trailer. That trailer was really good. First, can we talk about how they got Dale the Funky Homo Sapiens? Man, that song is so good. To make, and they won't make a full version. Capcom still. I'm, yeah, I'm adding they probably right now. they probably own the the, the song. They're just not going to release it though. Because not there's never there's never a way where there's never going to be a time in history where a music artist is going to make a half song for a character. They're going to make a full they're not song. Releasing season four. They're not going to release this song. <laughs> what even is the purpose right now? But you found your character, though. I did, man. Y'all know how I, I've even said on the podcast a couple times. I, I feel like sometimes I have struggled to find a character that I could just sit and play. Abigail was there for a while. He, he, he was that giant son who was stupid. My son. That everybody hated when they saw me oh, hover. And I was fine with that. I had to, I have very much so softened my opinion of Abigail since then. Yeah, release. because they patched him a bit. A bit, but, but then oh, I mean, his legs are cut off now. <laughs> but G, I saw that coming. I'm like, G's gonna be your character. Did you see him? Like, I saw him. Like, he's gonna be your character because he's gonna probably he's fight Abraham Lincoln on fire. Yeah, nothing about him makes any, and he don't want to do nothing but be president of the world and fight. Yeah, pretty much. I'm about that. Why not unite oh. the world? Fight. Can we talk about that uh, story costume? <sighs> I mean, like, the costume my only pick? <laughs> I mean, why would you pick any other costume? That's such a good costume. It is just a not- only thing I hate about G is that they just don't want to confirm or deny his connection to Q at all. I don't care. Like, they just refuse they, to at I this mean, point. I mean, his moveset's confirmation enough. Yeah. It's so good. Like, his moveset is so good. Like, everything about the way he fights is just really like, huh, you guys are smart and cool over there at Capcom still. Right, y'all can still make creative things happen in this game. It has creative characters like Zeku. Zeku's really good. I think um, Yurian. Oh God, Yurian came out really good. Like they made Balrog more interesting to play because yeah, he's way he's more fun. Than he wasn't stupid. Four. He's so stupid. He's stupider now. Like this new patch that came out. Like he just got even dumber. I watched a combo video of him. I'm but like, G just does stuff. G is. What happens when we like, you know, let's throw some ideas out there that actually make sense. Whatever, man. Just, just give him a rush punch. That's cool. Give yeah. him comboable rush punches and give him like really long combos and stuff. Give him a really good V trigger. A robbery V trigger, as Michael he, likes to call it. Uh, yeah, he's the robber. <laughs> Take your wallet. <laughs> but yeah, G's really good. I, I, I'm like, wow. Good job, Capcom, on that one. All right. So we're going to. We'll go on to other things, because I can be here all night talking Probably about Michael Levin. And uh, Michael's going to take this one, because yes. I, I have not played this game. Oh, my gosh. So, Fire Emblem, after, uh, what was that, Conquest and um the other one? Which I didn't mind. Birthright or whatever, that Conquest, garbage. Conquest, Birthright, and Revelation. All that trash they came out with. Oh, God. I was, like, I was like, I'm done with Fire Emblem for a while. I'm just over it. But then I was like, you know, let me play Fashadza Valencia. I was very skeptical at first. I'm like, eh. Those two games kind of hurt because I bought both of those day one. That was a lot of money that I just threw away. But that game, oh, I think they feel. I feel like they fixed the formula. They took out the waifu simulator part, which people really hated. 
because that was kind of dumb anyway. Like, yeah, I mean, it was dumb, and they censored it. Yeah, they took that whole portion out. They added an actual like 3D mode where you actually run around through dungeons and stuff, which I thought was really cool actually for a game like that. Because usually, you know, Fire Emblem, you just go to fight from fight to fight, and that's it. But that actually brought up the monotony pretty well. Kind of hope they keep it for the Switch. Oh, I hope they do too. For oh my god, three oh my god, three houses comes out. Can't wait. Have a whole black person. <sighs> Can't wait. Ugh, my love of Fire Emblem was re- reignited with um, Shadows of Valencia. Cause it's really old school and yeah, really good voice acting. The battles were, weren't stupid long, but it was hard. I think that game was like a lot harder than the last two. I um, will say that while I I didn't mind Conquest, them battles, man, some of those battles did drag. Like an hour for one battle and stuff. Like I can't, I can't do that. Like ugh. But yeah, Shadows of Valencia, I think it's probably one of my favorite 3DS games. And 3DS is on its way out. Well, it's actually on its way out now, I think. I don't think it's going to make any more. I 3DS. think it's last big hurrah is probably going to be Persona Q2. Ooh, I hope that comes out to America. Please, please. I need that game. Oh, my God. I mean, you better at Atlas. I need to. Ugh. They ain't like, they ain't like um Konami. Like, we ain't doing it. <laughs> nope. But yeah, I really love Shadows of Valencia, that's probably one of my favorite games that came out this year. So the next favorite things we got here is superheroes in general, man. Man, just superhero media. Oh, they brought back Jean Grey. Black Panther came out. Wonder Woman was good. Oh my god, this year was just like uh, Spider Man movie was Spider Man first. Like that was just so. This was Spider Man's year. Oh, really. definitely Spider Man's year. Jesus Christ! Like him and um, Fanny. He's like the one of the best parts of Fanny War to me. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, superheroes. Let me think what else. Black Lightning. Oh, black superheroes. Just, uh We had Black Panther came out this year. And Despite then we, the fact that we lost a huge name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was probably. That was heavy. That was pretty heavy. I actually was like tearing up at work because I've heard while I was at work when he passed and it was kind of hard. Unfortunately, some of my coworkers were kind of stupid. I didn't want to hear anything I had to say because I'm like, you got to upset me. So I'm walking away. Yeah, I kind of had the same thing. I heard about it, and I even had the coworker asking, who is Stan Lee? And I had such Breathe. a violent Breathe. surge. Breathe. Right? Breathe. That's what I felt. Mm. And I just took a breath like, okay, that's fine. You don't know who that is. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to entertain this question. I'm going to go mourn over here. Yeah. I think he meant so much to the people because he created characters that were for everybody. Yeah. Like, especially oppressed people. Like, the whole allegory between X-Men and just, like, every oppressed group is a big deal. And then he created Black Panther. Like, he created so many characters people love. Like, people have, like, over the last, what, 50 years have connected with these characters and stuff. And, oh, that's such a, that was a there, tough loss. There are characters... That if you go back to his work, there's a character for everyone. There's a character for you if you just look. If you look, he's, there's there. There there are plenty of them. Like there's so many. Like for me, X Men's like my pinnacle of like superhero stuff. So like knowing that he created such a incredible cast of characters is just like just in worlds in general. He just made so much to like. He means much to like the whole nerd community. Like because everyone has a piece of him pretty much. Mm-hmm. In some way, and I'm glad that this year superheroes really got. Oh, it's like he went out with like on a high note because like super was just like doing so well and just every part of like media and stuff. It was just ugh, oh, it was so good this year. Ugh, so many good movies, so many good TV shows. Like the Runaways was good. Ugh, yeah, he got me watching that now. Oh, uh, Runaways was so good this year. I watched Cloak and Dagger. I watched 
But the last season of Daredevil, I watched. What else came out this year? It was so many TV shows. Luke movies. Cage came out this year too. Yeah, it did. Oh, Luke Cage part. Oh, Luke Cage season two was so good. Didn't uh, Jessica Jones season two come out too? I think she came out. Yep, she did come out this year. I think they were trying to get rid of all your stuff. Oh, um, Iron Fist came out this year too, I think. But that was garbage. Yeah, I mean, season two was better. It was better. It was definitely better. I agree. But yeah, just movies were good. Like, oh my God, there's so many good like superhero movies came out this year. Like, I was just so happy. And Jean Grey came back in the comic books. Ugh, I was so happy. Even though her book got canceled. Breeze. <sighs> it's been a while since Jean Grey's had her own solo book. And for her to get resurrected and be brought back into a good comic book that actually was written well, and then for her to get canceled, that's like, uh, so that was a damper. But yeah, I'm about to buy that whole run of that, that, that series because that was really well written. But yeah, superheroes just like kicked ass this year. Like, I'm so proud of what we were able to like witness this whole year. And Wonder Woman! Oh, God, that movie. Between Wonder Woman and Black Panther, I just thought this year was just like, oh. That whole day that I saw that movie was pretty good. We got a chance to rap it that day. We got, we we discussed how stupid the invisible jet is, <laughs> and, and I didn't see it. All right, so let's go on to Anthony's favorite thing, his real favorite thing, like Andy his Gay, especially the switch. If you talk to him, everything like is on the switch. That's the first thing he says out of his mouth. About any new so, game. Let me tell you all a story about Iconoclast. <laughs> so when it was released, I said that I was gonna wait for a Switch release because I looked at it and I knew it was gonna happen. A lot of people were like, just buy it now, just buy it now. No, never do that. You just buy it now. It's not gonna come out of the Switch. Why was it on the Switch? <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember you were waiting for it to come out on the Switch. And I, I was like, it's going to come out on the Switch. I'm going to wait. And what happened? It came out on the Switch. And I bought it that very day. I'm not the biggest fan of the game. I mean, it's not terrible. I'm, I mean, I'm kind of glad I waited. <laughs> I'm going to come back to it, though. It's it's a weird game. I don't, I don't hate it, though. I, I really love how it looks, and I love its music. There's so much to love in that game. But point is... The Switch did really well with any I, games. I have become that person that's like, <laughs> but is it getting a Switch release, though? <laughs> Even Guacamelee 2, a game that is near and dear to me, I didn't buy immediately because I wanted to see it was going to come out on the Switch, and what happened? It came out on the Switch. It came out on the Switch. Because I think everybody knows, because I think, well, for one thing, the Switch is powerful enough to run like just about any indie game, and the fact that it's portable, like that's a huge selling point. There are even games... That I I was questioning on other stuff that I was like I don't know if I I want this thing I bought it on the Switch just because it's on the Switch. <laughs> that Shantae game didn't buy it on PlayStation, but I bought it for the Switch. That remake one that was all prettied up. Oh yeah, that was prettier. Well, it makes sense because it's like you can go, you're on the go, and you're more of a handheld player anyway. And so Mortal like... Redneck bought it on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, I bought that game. I, need, I said I was going to buy that game. I need to buy Astro Breed, even though I already own it on um, PS4. I need to eventually just get it on the Switch. If I hadn't already beaten it, I'd play that for the Switch. Because I, I really love Astro Breed. Astro Breed might be my favorite indie game that I've ever played. Like, what? I, I love that game so much. Like You have no idea. I st- like, huh. I've, ne- I've never went back on a game that I've already beaten and went back to it on a hard difficulty before. Like That was very new for me. 
Like, obviously, want to get the the platinum the, in the game. The Switch has even brought a new generation to the pain that is Ikaruga. So, they can, Jesus Christ, they can Lord. feel that pain while people like me with bruises and scars laugh <laughs> because we didn't already play the game. Yeah. We know how hard it is. It's very we're just hard watching people suffer. That game is super hard. That game is suffering, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> glad that it's here. It's so gorgeous, though. It's amazing. Like uh, once you've beaten it, though, you feel amazing. That was a good port. Like that was a good like. I dare say, nope. No, that we're leaving that behind. <laughs> we're leaving. We're leaving behind the the Dark Souls comparisons. Yikes! We, that's we got. Dead. We got. That's done. That's done. We got. That's bad journalism. <laughs> it really is. Um, there's a lot of games I know is coming out later on next year for the Switch. The first indie I'm waiting for too. There's a couple of RPGs coming out next year. I want to see that's going to be indie games. So when you see how that comes, that pans out pretty much. Um. Oh, I forgot my brawl up. I love that game. He's a, he's a I, I, I am a uh, brawl out evangelist. Like, that game is great. Of course, there's Shovel Knight. Of course, Shovel Knight. Shovel but, but what? What about that Hollow Knight, though? Extra self fed. I mean, if I had to pick between Hollow Knight and Shovel Knight, oof. Oof. <laughs> oof. How many times you bought rough. Shovel Knight? <laughs> Four times, my God. Four times I have bought Shovel Knight. <laughs> Are you going to buy it again? I bought it for the 3DS. I bought it for the PlayStation 3. I bought it for the Switch. And I bought it for my friend on the Switch. (laughs) That's a lot of buying that one game. I don't care. (laughs) Might do the same with Shovel Knight. I'm not Shovel Knight. Hollow Knight. All right, man. I'm going to buy that for the PS4. You got this. I'm going to buy a copy for somebody else. You got this, man. Got this. In fact, one of these days, I might do a giveaway by somebody a copy of that game. Oh, that's be nice. Hey, man, I'm spreading the gospel. Can I spread the gospel of um Hollow Knight. You damn right. I need to finally like play it eventually. Yes, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> when I buy it for PS4, you can play it then. You know what? Perfect. I'll do that there. Is that game hard? Hard for who? For okay, is it a platform? Yes, is it's it a, a Metroidvania platform? Okay, so how is it like Castlevania hard? <laughs> that don't tell me nothing. <laughs> That's a nefarious laugh. I don't even like that. I don't even like that. I don't like that. Test your metal, Michael. <sighs> Anywho, test your soul. So we know that indie games on the Switch were incredible this year. Yes. And it will continue to be incredible because it's now becoming the premier like console for indie games. Which is great because I don't think before Nintendo really did well with indie games. No, nah, because the ones they released sucked and they barely support them. Yeah. <laughs> now they have a whole like don't they have like a whole like um part of the um the East Top with just indie games? I don't think so. But I know they at least actually like promote. They made them, them more visible. They made them way more visible than they ever been because I mean, before it was like they stuffed down somewhere. So yeah, well, I guess that kind of um concludes our favorites. You got anything else you want to throw out there? Play Hollow Knight. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I just forgot about that one game. Um, um, Dragon Quest Eleven. I I might buy the Switch port. I might just buy it. There's a Switch port coming. Yes. Well, because they canceled the 3DS um, one for the U.S. Hey, guys. 
Remember what I just said about not buying on things on other systems because it's coming out on the Switch? Guess who didn't buy it on the PS4? Who's going to buy the Switch? And it looks like they did a good job of porting it because it's like they didn't, like, they figured out a way to port it where it would still look good and not be tra- trash. So, well, we'll see about that. But uh, I'll let you know if it's bad or not because I'm bad for the Switch. <laughs> Because JRPGs belong on the Switch. Here you go. <laughs> Alright, I guess that concludes the episode. Uh, we're actually going to go right into our next episode, so just sit tight. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. It's going to be weird if they listen to the other one and then listen to this one. That would be kind of weird. I'm gonna Don't put, do that. I'm going to put them in order, so okay. listen to them as I put them up, guys. But yeah, thanks for listening, and stick around. We're going to do the next episode.